guys welcome back to the no holds barred network with another episode of under the ropes i'm your host as always the evp giggles the heartbreak chick the queen of the indies tiffany and today i love it because i'm on a roll with everybody at h2o so i mean it's only fitting that i put a bunch of th uh thumbtacks in the background and in the, in the, th the thumbnail uh for my good friend austin luke what's going on hi <laughs> On my thing, haven't they? <laughs> yeah, I, oh, I was not on purpose. Yeah, no, I'm telling you. I feel like every time I see you, there's always thumbtacks involved. So I felt it was just. They just stay in my shoes and they don't come out for a while. <laughs> they just bring anyway. Oh, God. But, you bring, yeah, you bring I, the party. I, so. Definitely. Oh, man. Guys, if this is your first time here on the Under the Rope series, here I interview everything independent wrestling, whether it's wrestlers, referees, uh, promoters, ev anything backstage, anything independent wrestling, I have you covered. I'm sure if you guys have any questions for Austin, please drop them into the chat. I'm sure he'll be more than happy to answer them for you. <laughs> so... Um, oh, I see a whole bunch of people in the chat. What's going on, guys? I see Lewis. I see Good Cop, Bad Cop. Thanks, uh, Good Cop, Bad Cop. Thanks. I always, always worry about my sound, so thanks for letting me know. Hey, Rich. Hey, Kate. How are you guys doing? Uh, like, share, subscribe, all that fun stuff. Uh, yeah, so let's, uh, let's get this party started. Are we ready here, Austin? Of course, definitely. All right, so let's, let's start it off. I always start my interviews off with this question. How did you get into professional wrestling? Oh. <sighs> That's a, that's a loaded question. Uh, <laughs> I've always liked wrestling. I've always been a fan. It was like my dad watched it, and then I don't have a moment where I just kind of was like flipping through channels and was like, oh, what's this wrestling thing? I've just always had wrestling. I had VHS tapes, actually, of all of like uh, 2001 Raw mm -hmm. because I was born in 01. Everything I had was from 01. Mm -hmm. So I think that the invasion was awesome. Watching it back now, I know otherwise, but <laughs> like uh, as a kid, like my f first like uh, favorite wrestler was Rob Van Dam, mm -hmm. and uh, I I credit RVD and Jeff Hardy at Invasion that year as being the match that made me want to be a wrestler. But I've just kind of always wanted to be a wrestler. There was never like never a moment where I deviated from that path. I've always just wanted to do this. There's nothing else I really like. Other than comic books, that's pretty much it. It's Ooh. comic books and for me. Ooh. Ooh, well, since you brought that up, let's talk about some comic Ooh. books. So what is, what is, like, the comic book, like, that you keep reading over and over again? There's a couple. Uh, the Daredevil Born Again mm -hmm. series, my favorite ones. Um, Punisher is my favorite character ever. Uh, Punisher Warzone. Punisher Max are my favorite Punisher comic books. Mm -hmm. And then anything Spider-Man. I love Spider-Man. He's probably, it's him and like Deadpool are tied. They're, they're like my two favorites. Ooh. Very much love Deadpool too. Mm, okay, yeah. okay. So you're a comic book guy up against like watching in the theaters or it's like, oh, the hype of if something comes out, you have to go run to the, the movies and it's go see it. Definitely both. Like I... As a kid, I, I just had, like, uh, my grandfather's old comic books. I actually still have those comic books. I have, like, eight boxes of comics, and they are all super old, and they're all, like, they're probably worth a small fortune. Like, it's a lot of comic books, mm -hmm. but I'll get rid of them because I, I love them. I'm probably going to go back and read a bunch, which is going to be fun, but uh, that and the movies, uh -huh. uh, all, I'm really more of a Marvel kind of person. I know there's an argument of Marvel and DC. I like both. 
Okay? Right. But Marvel's just better. I, there's not really much of an argument to be made there. Marvel's just better than DC. Mm. Okay, and I love I, it. <laughs> always love Marvel movies. That's good. I um, pretty much was raised by Marvel. I was like seven when Iron Man came out, and I was 17 when Endgame came out. So, like, that's 10 years of my life. All I did was watch Marvel movies. Oh, man. <laughs> you guys make me oh. feel old sometimes <laughs> when I talk to some of you guys. <laughs> yeah, that happens. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. So, let's continue back on to track with uh, wrestling. Like, what made you choose to work with Matt Tremont and come over to H2O? So the joke I always make is I was already in the building. H2O just kind of moved in, and I was already there. Uh, I was training there with the uh, company that ran the building previously for about a year until they closed, and Matt took over the building, and he kind of just he let me start training at H2O. He really uh, he took care of me. He did a lot of things he didn't have to do for me. Like he could have, like uh, – I had already paid tuition to the other school. Mm-hmm. He could have charged me a whole new one, and he, he told me no. He told me I already paid a whole tuition. He told me I didn't have to begin, and he didn't have to do something like that for me. And honestly, I would have paid it again in the heartbeat. I wanted to be a wrestler. Aww. So I being at HBO was like, yeah, they, they moved in the building. I was already there. Me and actually Ryan Redfield, so. Yeah. You guys know Ryan Redfield. We had him on the podcast recently as well. If you haven't checked out the interview, please go back and go watch it. So, but you guys are like all like family. I talk about this with everybody that comes on with H2O, and it's yeah. like even me coming in and you know oh, watching you guys. You guys are are great. I like. I mean, it really is a family feel, and a lot of people say that. Even the vets, like the um, the backstage, like is great. I mean, I hear crazy stories, but yeah. like it's something at H2O. Uh, it's just a great family feel. It, it really is. It's funny because, like, uh, I tell Mark, Marcus Matters, he's my little little brother. I tell him all the time. I'm pretty sure he hates when I say it. I don't care because he is my little brother. Um, and then same thing with Ryan. I've known Ryan since he started, which was right after I started. And I, I've known Ryan for a while. So he's another one. He's like my brother. It's those two, my probably my best friends. So. Oh, ah, you guys are adorable so oh, i love it <laughs> marcus too so again he's been on the pod go check those interviews out i see a bunch of you guys in the chat what's going on i see cody's jumping in he's giving me some love thank you uh smoke hogan's in the chat said austin is the is a future legend that's the goal yeah <laughs> oh good cop bad cop he's starting with his his questions he goes he goes was drawing a blank but would austin luke be an anagram of unite a sulk what moment in wrestling caused you and your group of fellow wrestlers to collectively sulk? <laughs> hmm. That's a good question. Uh, I don't honestly, like, the first one to come to mind is, like, Undertaker losing at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. It's kind of weird, but everyone I've talked to about that night has a different story. Mm-hmm. Like, everyone tells some weird, like, they remember it so well because it was such a big thing. But it's just wrestling. Being in wrestling, you know how what goes on and how things go. It still does not feel like it actually happens sometimes. But I just remember when it happened, even my that was like when my dad stopped watching wrestling. He saw that and he was like, I'm done. He was like, I can't stay here and keep watching this. And for me though, like it it was just it, that that made us all collectively at the same time just 
man, that sucks. Like, we were just very bummed. And then they tried to bring us back up with Daniel Bryan, and it kind of worked. <laughs> Daniel Bryan, my favorite wrestlers as well. So. Oh, okay, okay. That's funny because I stopped watching wrestling for a long time, and then I got back into it. And I'm like, even now, like, I don't watch... I don't watch WWE. Hey, listen, if you guys are into it, that's cool. That's that's on you. I'm an AEW girl. I'm an indie girl, obviously. But we've evolved. Uh, I bring this up every podcast that wrestling has evolved. So I and, and I can only imagine how it feels as a, a wrestler. And I only get like pieces of little backstage right. stuff that I do. So I can only imagine like what it feels for like you guys. So it's hard to watch wrestling sometimes as a wrestler. And I'm sure anyone can, like any wrestler, would agree mm-hmm. to see some, doing something. And it's just like, I, I, uh, I used to do amateur wrestling. Mm-hmm. So when I'm fighting and stuff like that, I like squirm when I watch because like, my muscle memory kicks in. And I can't watch. And it's like, same thing with wrestling. I, like, I twitch. It's weird. Like, I just can't sit still. So I can't just like relax and watch something, especially if I'm really like focusing and they're like really hooking me and it's a really good match. What happens the most for that it's like uh like ring of honor stuff like danielson and nigel probably mm-hmm. my favorite matches so like that that i just can't sit still when i watch wrestling anymore and then yeah i kind of agree with you with the whole wwe thing i don't i don't watch a lot of wrestling anymore and when i do i don't watch wrestling i study it that's mm-hmm. the other hard part about wrestling and watching it right so yeah, I've had friends that I've got with that like it's hard because if you're trained and again, like I'm never going to understand this because I'm not trained. I'm just a fan uh, who right. podcasts. So like but so I'll never fully understand that concept, but I've heard it from wrestlers or people who have trained and they're like, I can't sit and enjoy it like somebody like me who's a fan who doesn't know, right. you know, you know how you guys like do certain things. And they're like, oh, I wish I had that feeling that you get because i'm sitting here and i'm cringing and they did this and i'm critiquing and whatever so i can only imagine like that's it's must a, be it like it's almost ignorance is ignorance is bliss yeah you know if you know what's going on you know like you can't tell what's bad sometimes if it looks like everything's going well but then when you're like i said as a wrestler and you know things about wrestling and you're watching something on tv and you're like man this is horrible right and you're like, but I can't say anything about it or, you know, because they're getting paid more than I am, mm-hmm. you know, that. So. <laughs> uh, I see you guys in the chat. Santiago's in the chat. Hi. He says, hi, Austin. He's sending the wave to you. I see you, Wilbert. Uh, he goes, you're a kid. You're a good kid, Austin. Always been. Uh, he also said, Tiffany, I remember I was over at Austin's house. My son is friends with his brother. And I remember them jumping on trampolines, <laughs> pretending to wrestle. Yeah, that was I did that a lot. <laughs> hey. I'm sorry? Who said that they saw Wil- me on the trampoline? Wilbert. Wilbert? Okay. Yep. <laughs> I don't know. I was going to have him start coming to the H2O shows. His son is friends of my younger brother. And they would hang out a lot as kids. And me and my brother would beat each other up on the trampoline. We would jump jump off the treehouse onto the trampoline to the swanton one time. And I hit the trampoline. And it was really broken so i hit the ground and knocked all the wind out of me oh and threw me in the air and i couldn't breathe oh my brother that was the only backyarding i'd use air quotes because we just had a trampoline and we just beat each other up <laughs> i feel like but. everybody's got a wrestling story like that because i even have myself like wrestling with my friends when i was in my teens many moons ago um <laughs> I, 
remember, honestly. I wasn't like, so I was already, I was 15 when I started training. I didn't have a lot of time as like, you know, a teenager to be like, hey, let's, you know, go wrestle in the backyard. Because I was already training. Like, I didn't want to go play wrestling when I was already doing it, you know? Right, right. Um, oh, it's funny. Santiago told me to ask you a question. It was funny because that was the question that our good friend G-Raver had kind of made me put on the side here. So wait, let me find that in my list of questions. So good questions yeah he said it's been heard by many that you love wrestling to look real but safe to say is japanese arm drag your favorite move i hate japanese arm drags oh man he had to do this uh i'll go on another tangent about japanese arm drags one i don't even think they should be called japanese arm drags i don't think they should be i think i don't think it should be done to begin with because they make literally no sense whatsoever it's physically impossible don't get me wrong there's a lot of things in wrestling that should be physically impossible but japanese like you can't even tell who's doing the move when someone does a japanese arm drag like i was talking to jeff cannonball about this he said he used to do them all the time because they were easy and they were a move to do in a match and he said he showed it to someone who didn't watch wrestling and they said who did the move there and like it's just it doesn't make any sense i hate japanese terrible just do a, a, a normal arm drag. Uh, I'm definitely going to get heat for that, by the way. I, <laughs> all the time I get yelled at for hating these stupid arm drags. <laughs> so much heat for this. And then people will do them and then go, hey, Austin, did you see that? And I'm like, I hate it. And they do it just to mess with me. And it, it happens. I don't care. I'm going to do one one day in a match. I'm going to do one. I'm going to call it and do one. And just see whatever, whoever it is, see their reaction. And then go to the, you know. To say, hey, did you see my match? You see that arm drag I did? And I'm just going to mess with everyone. Oh, it's going to be my favorite move after well, this. When you do it, can you like let me know before the fact so that like even I, after the match I could come backstage with the camera and then, like I could film all this so that you... <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> all right, cool. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay, so uh, this is another question I like to ask uh, everybody that if, if they don't know you, right? If they've never seen you before, in your opinion... What's the go-to match that they should go watch of yours? Uh, my match with Nolan Edward. Yeah, this is a really good. Uh, match. They say, but uh, I don't know. That's my favorite match that I've had. Um, but I so that match is, I guess, a death match. Mm-hmm. I would say I don't know how to put it. Yeah. But um, I mean, that's not something I want to do frequently. Mm-hmm. So. I don't want someone to see this match and go, oh, he does these all the time because I'm not a deathmatch wrestler. I just, I'm just a wrestler. And then we had that match and that's, uh, he, Nolan got something out of me that night. I don't know how. I don't know what he did. It's just like, he, he it's like uh, he unlocked something yeah. that I didn't know I had. And I just, from that point on, I just got a lot better and I just, it clicked in my head even more than it already has. It's just it just clicked further, I guess. Oh, I love that. I mean, Nolan Edwards great. Uh, we love him here on the network. Uh, we've had an interview with him, and he's he's great. And I'm glad that we're seeing him more at H2O. And they just yes. made uh, the announcement uh, today. Uh, oh God, I just went. <laughs> Who was he wrestling? Um, uh, oh, Sean Henderson. Sean Henderson. Sorry, I like went blank. Uh, duh. Uh, yeah. So this is the third student at H two O. 
Okay, so he had his other match with Ryan Redfield. That's on IWTV as well. Like Nolan, and I've heard that too. That Nolan's been able to pull out like these amazing matches out of people. He is an amazing wrestler. Yeah, he's just he's good. Yeah. He knows what he's doing. <laughs> yeah, he does. He definitely, definitely does. So guys, go check that out. Um, in your opinion, what's the most hardest thing about wrestling? Hmm. I don't know. I mean, I like. My favorite part about wrestling is the in-ring portion. That is, my favorite part is what we do in the ropes and off of them. The hard part, I guess is kind of like the easy answer, is being away from home, which I haven't done uh, for really extended periods of time, but uh, especially now, like I have a kitten and... It's like having a son, even though it's not. He's just a cat. I barely have to pay any attention to him. But it's not have to leave. And I know it sounds silly, but, like, even trying to decide, like, oh, man, do I finally want to get to see my girlfriend this week? Or do I go train? Do I go wrestle? Like, it's stuff like that. And the hardest part about is it's just, the, I guess, the politics, which we really don't have a lot of at H2O. It doesn't really happen, you know? So I really even haven't haven't even had to experience that to its full extent. So that would be the worst part about wrestling, but it's even something that I, like I said, I haven't had to experience it that much, being at H2O mainly, you know? Right, right. Uh, April's in the chat. She goes, let's see the kitty. <laughs> oh, got to find him. He's probably sleeping right now. <laughs> I scour the whole house to find him. Nah, <laughs> nah, don't, don't do that. But no, nah, that's been great because I've been... <laughs> Same thing. Yeah. He'll probably. Uh, maybe maybe by the end of the interview, we'll we'll see the presence. But I love it that he, you. Oh yeah, he'll start crying at me for not opening the door sooner or later. Oh. Unless he doesn't. There you go. There you go. So maybe by the end, you you never know who's gonna pop up on the podcast, guys. Like we've had raccoons, we've had dogs, we've had cats. So. <laughs> that is awesome. I used to have all kinds of crazy pets. Yeah. Me and my whole family. We've had. My favorite were the scorpions. Mm -hmm. We had fur scorpions, and we don't have them anymore. That was uh, a very long time ago. And tarantulas too, because when we had them, people would come over and they were right there. We have the scorpions and tarantulas and then snakes, and then people would be like, "What is going on here?" They thought it was like a zoo, but it was just you know we would take them when people didn't want them anymore. So we didn't really pick any. We just got them. We just inherited them basically. So that was what we used to do when I was a lot younger and uh, very, very long time ago. We don't get to do it as much anymore. Mm -hmm. so. uh, uh, Ryan Redfield's in the chat. Connor Falls is in the chat. Uh -oh. Oh. <laughs> I told you, you never know who's going to pop up in these chats. I'm so I warned you before we started this interview. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. So I want to talk about your match with Dill McKay and Marcus Matters as heir to the throne because it's definitely one of my favorite matches that I feel like that this is a match that I can constantly go back to. All right. And it's definitely like one of my favorite matches of the three of you. Never mind all the thumbtacks, you know, <laughs> um, but also like to be mentored by the vets which was great. Yep. So Brendan Kirk, Drew Blood and uh G Raver, which is 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 nuts. So like what is this what does this mean to you? Uh 
you know, let's t let's talk about this match. I mean, you guys, it, it's on IWTV. Def like, I'm telling you, I've watched this match numerous times. It's that good. I was actually thinking about this match today. It's so funny. <laughs> um, so I had, like, I'd had this conversation with Matt a really long time ago about doing uh, the Thumbtack kick pads. I asked if it had, like, ever been done. So I'm like, that sounds like a really cool idea. And he's like, yeah, it's been done a few times, but not in a while. And then a couple months, maybe a year later, I get a text from Mark, and he's like, hey, uh, heir to the throne, it's me, you, and Dylan in thumbtack kick pads. Awesome. This sounds like a great idea. And then finding out we each had uh, vets going into it, we each had a, a mentor, and it just kind of fell into place perfectly. Like, Mark and G. Raver uh, having their match at the last extravaganza night, too. Mm -hmm. Uh Dylan and Drew Blood. Dylan's first match was with Drew Blood. And my first good match was with Brandon Kirk, yeah. which is also free on YouTube. That was from uh, Undiscovered 20-something. I don't remember. But that was my first good match, I'll say that. And he, uh, Brandon Kirk's always had this ability to, just kind of like Nolan, to pull something extra out of me and help me like, go one notch further. So him being my vet was also like, uh, was very real life very shoot because he uh definitely has helped me a lot and say what you will about brandon kirk uh people don't tend to like him very much um but i definitely have a, a respect for him that not a lot of people have but they should because he's one of he's very good he's one of the best right now in my opinion um and he actually just had a match with marcus at uh pay your dues yep. and it was awesome he beat the crap out of mark i thought it was hilarious <laughs> Um, <laughs> but heir to the throne with the, the thumbtack kick pads uh, I, I'm kind of a striker and pretty much all I do is I throw a lot of kicks so going into it I was like this is this is my match this is me like this is what I need to do all the time and uh, having we've, I think that was our third time we had done this triple threat match with the three of us we did one at the I want to say it's like the very beginning of 2020 in like January. And then we did one on Matt's retirement party show. Mm -hmm. um, and then this third one was heir to the throne. So I haven't done this match twice already with my two best friends and tag partner. And this time, third time pretty much being all three of our first proper death match with thumbtacks and, bleeding and chairs and doing stupid things to hurt each other even though we're all very close friends um but the whole uh kind of premise behind heir to the throne with us each having vets was to do the hardcore wrestling but do it right and do good wrestling and just kind of sprinkle in these hardcore elements so i think even without the thumbtack kick pads that match still would have been very good even, yeah, without a single thumbtack, same move, same everything would have been a, a pretty good match, even without thumbtacks. So. Definitely one of my favorites. Ryan said, by the way, Undiscover 23. <laughs> Ryan knows everything. Oh, I know. I, it is insane. He, I, I was thinking it was 28 or 23, <laughs> but he's right, 23. I don't know how I... <laughs> 
I love crazy. it. Crazy. I love it. I love it. Yeah, I know. Everybody says it too. He's like the little encyclopedia, like pretty much. So it's like my best friend. Like I could be like, okay, what was this match? Where? Who? What promotion? Like, so I, hey, it's very handy. So thank you. But <laughs> he does this and wrestling. He's getting hit in the head all the time. Like I, I literally, I'll have like something exciting to tell someone. I'll tell them once, completely forget that I told them. And then, like, an hour later, I'll go back and tell them, all excited, like, I didn't tell them already. <laughs> I did it three times to him one night. I got all excited about this idea. I went and I told it to him. He's like, oh, that's pretty cool. And two more times, he was just trying to be nice to me. And he just let me say it again. Aww. And I was, <laughs> just, all the times, my memory is terrible. But Ryan, he's, he's our encyclopedia. He remembers everything. Nice. To a fault. Because we're trying to get him to forget some things. I'm just kidding. He's fine. <laughs> You gotta slip him some money so he forgets some right. things. That's what you gotta do. Be like, here, here's a dollar. <laughs> like, well, no, the dollar's not gonna work. Okay, here's like ten dollars. Like, can you just magically forget this? So, but I do agree with you with Brandon Kirk. Uh, you guys, if you've seen him on the podcast, and uh, very close with Casey, as you guys know. Like, but Brandon loves all you guys and things like I have heard even like from him that he loves working with you guys and you guys are just good kids I like me that's what I love about H2O is like what I see out of you guys and like I say it all the time like you are our future of wrestling so I can only imagine the next couple of years like where you got and you guys are already starting to make moves um, I'm gonna get up I'm gonna get this question in the chat because I'm gonna segue into it because it's gonna bring up no peace uh, so oh. it's great that you're even like moving around. We'll get into that. But like he had uh, Smoke Hogan said, are we going to see solo no peace matches from Austin? Ty Hill versus Austin would be a good matchup. I, I can't say yes, but I also can't say no. It's, it's one of those things. I would love to absolutely in a heartbeat. I would go right back down there and do it again because it, it, they were very, very nice. That was just the Everyone was very nice there. That's the only thing that... Uh, People aren't enough, and it's fitting I'm wearing his shirt, but he, he said all the time, it's nice to be nice, and people don't really remember that. So everyone was very nice at No Peace Underground, and hopefully they're okay with me saying that, and I'm not trying to uh, hurt anybody's uh, presentations, you know. But uh, I would love to. It's a very cool environment. At first, I was very unsure. Like, I had no ideas going into this match with Paro. Me, uh ryan and reed going into this no ideas because i'm used to using a ring and yeah. ropes i'm going into this and i'm like i can't i can't hit the ropes to warm up here like there's nothing to do like it was so very very confusing but uh Pero also took very good care of us knew he was it was just he had everything he really like he took care of us so well it didn't even feel like we were wrestling without a ring you know, it's just, it went very well. And like I said, it was a very cool experience and environment. And I would love to do that again. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, I was so excited when I saw it. I love your tweet. And it's funny, I remember this. I would love to tweet you that Uncle Raver <laughs> took us yeah. on, a, on a field trip. <laughs> a lot of my uh, tweets at G Raver are usually just like inside jokes, just to like pop them. Mm -hmm. uh, when I wish them happy birthday, I said, stay jazz for Jesus. And. <laughs> There's one night we were at uh, at H2O. It was just me, Matt, and Raver. Of course, you know, Chrissy and Sully were there. And he starts talking about a movie that I still have never watched. I think it's called Spring Breakers with Jeff Jarrett in it. Mm -hmm. And he's uh, 
like a priest or something. Not a priest. He's like, I don't know. He's one of those like church people. I don't go to church, so I really don't know. Um, and he says to someone, he goes, hey, are you Jasper Jesus? And I started laughing very, very hard because G-Raver is the one that said this to me. And you know how G-Raver looks. Oh, yeah. And when someone like him goes, hey, are you jazz for Jesus? I started crying. And it's been an inside joke ever since. And every time I see him, I'm like, hey, Raver, stay jazz for Jesus. And it's just, it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> no, you guys are great. Like, I love I love how you guys all try to, like, pop each other, um, uh, which is great. The best part about trying to pop your friends. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I love it on, like, the social media and especially with um, – yeah, you know, well, actually, you know what? Like, I have it on the screen, so let me put it up because I'm gonna bring this up. So we have uh, Death Anniversary coming up, you know. Yeah. And when your your guys match this scramble, uh, just so you guys know, uh, No Holds Bar Network is um, what's it called? Sponsoring this match, just so you guys know, because I pop so hard for this match, and I really do feel. And I talked about this with you before we went live. Is that I feel like this is going to be the scramble match of 2021. So I needed to put the network on it because, like, seriously. Hi. Oh, I, yeah, it's so I I just I love all you guys. I gotta get Reed on, so he's like the last one uh, in this. Uh, yeah. So I gotta get him on on. Uh, the network too so i'm coming for you reed just just so you know i'm trying to get everybody on here so that's what we're trying to do but very fun person this, to talk to. yeah right. i i can't wait i can't wait like everybody like i will get to everybody there's so many students and i will make this happen but death adversity is coming up and we have this six way oh my goodness yeah. like i am all for this <laughs> like, <laughs> like, yeah this is gonna be a headache <laughs> I'm gonna be sitting with the popcorn. Alright? So like I'm gonna sit with the popcorn. But I'm really excited for for that match. But uh, very much. Yeah. So yeah, so no piece we chatted about. Uh let me see. Like, what else? Uh what's been your favorite part about wrestling? Hmm. So there's always like that anxiety going into a match where you're like just nervous. And for some reason, I've always had this feeling where I'm like, man, I can't wait for this to be done with. Mm -hmm. Like, I can't wait to be done wrestling. Mm -hmm. Like, just for the done my match so I can like go out and watch the show. And it's not like I don't want to wrestle. Like, I still want to have this match and do it. But the whole time, like, I can't wait for this to be over. Because mm -hmm. I can't wait for that relief at the end when you're finally done the match and you get to the locker room and you get to talk to whoever you wrestled especially if it was a good match and you have a really good match and afterwards you're just like, ah, oh, thank God that went well. <laughs> you're just like, everything went just as planned and when everything is just all said and done and you're all safe and you're whole and you're not, you know, cut in half or whatever. You know, that's the, that's the best thing about wrestling is after, you know, you can hang out with your friends and you're like, man, that was, that was a good show. You know, and you'd be proud of what you did in the ring and, not be embarrassed about yourself, which some people should be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I hear that. Ah, Papa Giorgio's in the chat. He goes, damn kids. Listen. Okay, before we you got up in my face at one of the H2O shows and you told was you were like, Don't go on her podcast. So for that <laughs> you're not coming on, no. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be knocking the kids, okay? All right. So I got to just mess with everybody just like a little bit. So um, oh. 
He's great. He's great. Uh, our friend uh, Conrad, Everything Pro Wrestling, his fan tweet was, what is a location you would love to wrestle in the future that you haven't already? Uh, that's a good question because my only real goal, like uh, some people have a lot of dreams and aspirations, and I do as well, and my only thing is I want to wrestle in Japan. That is, I want to uh, dream like the most unlikely scenario, but it's still a, a dream of mine, is I want to be in the G1 Climax tournament. That is my, and I'm, that's a heavyweight tournament, and currently I am not a heavyweight, that is for sure. Uh, but that is, that is my, that's my dream. You know, it's Wrestle Kingdom, it's G1, it is Japan. That is the one thing I need to do in wrestling. It is the one thing I can do, and then after I do it, after I go to Japan and wrestle, afterwards I can, I can be like, okay, I'm proud of what I've accomplished and what I've done. After that, I can whatever I do after that point is just kind of extra. That's all. Like I beat the game. I'm just going back and trying to do the extra missions and get the collectibles and achievements and all that after that. You know. I love that. I love that. Are you hear people say like, "Oh, I'd like to go to Japan, but I'd like to go detailed with I love the G1." Uh, I got to see that here in New York a couple of years ago. It was amazing. Um, so you know. I mean, I would love for to see you like MSG G1, <laughs> like over here. <laughs> Your face. You're like, oh, that, man. That's literally like, uh, yeah, just uh, I believe in Japan. Japanese yeah. wrestlers and wrestling is my is the best kind. Mm -hmm. um, there's, of course, there's I'm not ever going to discredit like wrestling anywhere else in the world because I used to love uh, British wrestling mm -hmm. and like in the UK used to love the British strong style, not the people, the actual style of wrestling. Was, uh, and another, Pete Dunne is another one of my favorites mm -hmm. right now. He's probably, I think he's the, one of the best wrestlers in the world, I'd say. Pete Dunne's very good. Um, and just that style of wrestling. Also, World of Sport, uh, an old British style of wrestling, Johnny Sane and stuff like that. Uh, I love that kind of wrestling. I love the technical. I am uh, notorious for not enjoying comedy wrestling. But I love comedy world of sport wrestling because <laughs> there's some funny things that are they can pass in my book. Like a lot of Johnny Singh stuff was at times a little, a little goofy, a little funny, and then it was still wrestling the whole time though. So, you don't yeah. want to wrestle the Invisible Man? <laughs> <sighs> no, not at all. <laughs> I would but, tell Matt to book you against they, the Invisible Man. <laughs> I hear that guy charges a lot. Um, I, I don't, I don't ever want to write off comedy wrestling. Yeah. I don't want to not wrestling because I hate when people say something isn't wrestling. Because wrestling, that's the that's the beauty of wrestling. It's whatever we say it is. Uh, and comedy wrestling is just it's not my flavor of ice cream. It's not my favorite thing. Not my cup of tea. No, I don't that's enjoy. Okay. It. That... I don't hate. It. I I call comedy spots all the time, and everyone's like, "You're calling comedy stuff," and I'm like, "Yeah, this would be hilarious because I know when to do it." And, some people only do that, and you know, if it's it's fun every now and again. Um, and I'll say this: the one of my favorite matches ever is G Raver and Chuck Payne from oh Chad Spectacular. Right? One of my favorite matches I've ever been there live to see and actually watch, and it was just it was amazing. And especially after uh, G Raver had done the panes of glass, and it was yeah. just. Uh, Lots of lots of glass. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how I went from that 
<laughs> this and I was front yeah. row for both so I was like just watching him go through you know the ceiling that's glass that's range yeah it's <laughs> great and to watch this and this the I I can't wait for this to come out wherever it's on YouTube or IWTV like uh, this needs to happen because this was one of my favorite <laughs> matches internet gets a hold of they're gonna one they're never gonna let either Chuck or G-Raver live it down and <laughs> Uh, they're never gonna forget what they see in this match because of how good it is. It, just, it is funny the entire time. Oh, the it is a footage that I captured and put on social. It was going around. It was pretty funny. I was like, I'm "Gonna take over the internet one day." It, it's <laughs> the best thing ever. Like the knocking on the door and rock paper scissor and thumb war. When going into a match and you're like, "Oh man, G Raver and Chuck Payne, this is gonna be awesome," knowing both of them and what they've done on other occasions, and then them kind of saying, hey, you know, we aren't going to do that on this show. We're not going to kill each other right now. We're going to do this instead, have a comedy match, and and then a crowd not being let down by that, you know, because I'm sure there's a lot of people like, oh, man, we're going we're gonna to see a lot, you know, between G. Raver and Chuck Payne, and then they have this match and no one was disappointed. No, no one was up. Everyone was like, man, I almost like that better than if they would have actually killed each other. <laughs> everyone. Loved it. And then with Josh the whole time, Oh my God. Getting paid. Oh so my good. God. The like throwing money at him. Like, I, yeah, if you, if this just, like the way Josh reacted to everything, his, him talking like Josh is one of the funniest human beings I've ever met. Him and Jeff Cannibal are probably my most favorite and funniest people I know. This was, yeah, I hope this comes out soon because this was really, really good. Witness it live and like I didn't expect all that and to, like to watch it and I'm like, oh man, this is the best thing ever. But I mean, I get what you're saying. And there's like, and that's the nice thing about wrestling. What I like is if there's something you don't like, there's something else you're gonna find and like. So like again, like I had talked, like I'm not a WWE girl and that's fine. And I know a lot of people that like it and that's great. That's that's for you. Me, I'll sit, I'll watch deathmatch wrestling or like I have gone to comedy wrestling. Like there's, you know, I like high flying. You know, like there's just different types of wrestling out there that everybody enjoys. Not for everybody, uh, you know, but there's something for everybody. You know, everyone likes different flavors of ice cream. That's yep. why I say not. Some people might prefer, I like, I don't eat seafood. You know, I hate seafood. I think it's terrible. Other people love it. I'm not going to be like, oh, you like seafood? You're weird. No. <laughs> yeah. People, like, realize that wrestling is whatever a wrestler, if you're trained, whatever you want it to be. Mm-hmm. You know, it, uh, it's a, not a formula. That's the best part about it. It's yeah. just, it, it is whatever you say it is. And it can be, it can be funny. It can be. Uh, crazy and death defying. It can also be heart wrenching at times. Yeah, there's been like very emotional moments in wrestling. And I'll, the first one that comes to mind is uh, Matt's last match with uh, Ricky. Yeah. Like, even though like being one of Matt's students, knowing like, so I've you know known Matt his whole career, but when I started, it was pretty much his tail end. I didn't get to see a lot of his other stuff because I didn't get to go to shows when I was younger. I had watched everything online and all the old matches he had had and uh, actually like getting to you know, be close with him now and then getting just to see his last few. Like I went to uh, I went to Indiana to see him and Alex, um, him and Murdoch and then 
him and Ricky, and then the whole time knowing that it was coming up and like knowing that it was happening. So it wasn't just abrupt, you know. But still, that whole time, it's just even after you know the 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 promo he did after the match was just like the the whole thing, you know, it was just very it was bittersweet knowing because like like he said he didn't want to but he had to and knowing why he wanted to do that and then being uh, like a, one of his students when it, like I, I tell people all the time uh, Matt's like another dad I guess he's, he's like he's like a, he's my Mr Miyagi that's that's what I have to say he's my Mr Miyagi uh, so seeing that that was very emotional so like wrestling can really just be whatever people want it to be it can be bloody too like I love deathmatch wrestling. I'm not planning on doing it very much, though. But I have too many ideas not to. So, mm-hmm. well, never say never. And uh... yeah, I would never say I'm not going to do one ever again. But like I said, it's not something I'm going to frequent. So when it it does happen, when I do something like that, it's a special occasion, and I want people to realize that like, uh, just because I'm a different style of wrestler and I enjoy different kinds of things i'm still willing to go to these lengths and uh i'm i'm willing to sacrifice for wrestling i'm totally okay with the the cuts and the scars that nolan gave me from this pane of glass like, this 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 to me is just like a tattoo and that's something like th- this is something i i take pride in this one tiny little scar when there's you know people whose entire bodies are just scarred and while i would i want that like that's the only that's the main reason i i would i do you know any death matches you know so but i'm i'm not gonna do them often i have a, actually I have a list of people and it changes all the time but uh i, I say i don't want to do death matches there's people i want to do them with okay and why limit who i do these death matches with should yeah. mean something. I feel like a lot of wrestlers say that too. That if they're gonna go, it should have a storyline into it. It should mean something. If that's the only time that they're gonna do it. So that's what it seems like. A little bit where you're coming off with that. Yeah. So definitely. it has to mean. It has to have the story and passion behind it. It can't just be, you know, two people that don't know each other and they're like, hey, hey, nice to meet you. We're gonna go hit each other with a bunch of glass and yeah. chairs. Gonna be. Uh, people are probably going to go crazy and react because we're going to be bleeding all over the place and they're going to be drunk, <laughs> go crazy. But when you go back and watch it, you're going to be like, man, there wasn't a story told here. There wasn't even a, a lot. There wasn't a wrestling move done other than, uh, you know, swinging. Light like, tubes, like, yeah. <laughs> that be more creative than that. Yeah, I got it. It really does. I get it. Totally. Uh, Ryan says, not try to toot horns, but you and I had that one match where we beat the hell out of each other. Strong style, heavy hitting. Uh, <laughs> so me and Ryan had never had a one-on-one match up until uh, Mystery Violence Theater Act 2. If that's wrong, I'm sure Ryan will tell me. <laughs> uh, but going into that, like, uh, I don't think people really knew what to expect out of the two of us. Both of us being, you know, we're, we're good guys. We're nice kids, you know, me and Ryan. Nobody knew what to expect. And then the the crazier thing is right before that, uh, Mark and Reed had this 15-minute banger. It was amazing. And then they came back to the curtain. And I look at both of them. I'm like, man, why you got to do that to me? I'm like, now I got to follow this. And then me and Ryan somehow managed to follow it. People were just as lively as they were for the match before for us. It's because me and Ryan were... 
it, it was nonstop pretty much. Me and him, uh, I think me and Ryan probably did a total of like four or five different moves the whole match. And it just didn't, it didn't need to do more than that. We just uh, needed to do them multiple times. And we, he hits those freaking lariats. The discus and it's a regular lariat from Ryan. You can ask anyone. It is one of the most painful things. Ryan has the best lariat in wrestling. I will put my name on that because there's very few people that can top one of Ryan Redfield's freaking just murder lariats. And they, are, they are amazing. Well, yeah, that's why I always say, like, don't estimate you guys because you guys are young and, like, H2O is the up-and-coming promotion, I feel like. And, like, you guys are, are great and you guys have your own things of what you're great in. So That's the crazy part is, like, there's, there's been over, like, 50 students that have gone in and out of H2O, whether they debuted or not. We are so many, like, different kinds of people. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't even know how to explain it. Like, diverse-wise, we're from all kinds of, like, parts of the world, all kinds of jobs. And we're all so different, and we all do different things. We all love wrestling. Yeah. We all love this one crazy, stupid thing that we call wrestling. And we all are a family because of it. When in real life, like, someone like, I'll just say Alex Stretch, with the way, like, I love him to death. He's like a brother to me. But I probably never would have been friends with him in like the real world until I actually got a chance to talk to him because he's like a crazy Viking guy and he's awesome, you know. Like, <laughs> I I love the Norse and Viking mythology and stuff like that and getting the lead stretch and talk to him about this and like we're just all of us from so many different parts of the the world and I say world but like it's only South Jersey and Philly and North Jersey and you know a few other places in like New York. And we got students that moved from New York to here just to be closer, you know. Yeah. And like, and him to be my my like Mark is my best friend. He's my little brother, and he's from he's like three hours away from my house. Like he's far, you know. It's crazy. But I feel like I need to move closer too because like I feel like I'm like limited at age two. <laughs> you guys well, are a little far from me, but I make my way. I get yelled at all the time because like I'll go there. And then, like I said, I'll be there till really late. Like, my girlfriend will uh, text me at, like, when she's getting up for work at, like, 5. And she's like, hey, you never texted me when you got home last night. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm still at H2O. She's like, did you sleep? I'm like, no. <laughs> stayed here. Uh, and she'll be like, well, you need to go home, go to bed, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I know, but I can't help it sometimes. Like, about being there and then talking to whoever stayed because I'm not the only one, you know. Yeah. Yeah, you got it. Oh man, we got more questions in the chat. (laughs) No. Mark Leslie (laughs) says, "I know Mark Leslie was very excited about this interview." So his question is: Is it hard being the most handsome of the kids? Hmm. (laughs) It's it's not so. I, I knew this. Like, I, I know out of the three of us, I'm definitely the, the best looking. Uh, and it's not because of anything specific other than my hair. Uh, Mark and Dylan, just their hair isn't as good as mine. And it's just it. Oh. It's just, it's, Damn. And, and do it. Damn. It's the only thing. It's the only thing. <laughs> I love both of them, but uh, they just can't compete. Damn. I, Damn. Mark probably do now that he has somebody to help with it, so. No. There you go. Just, the only reason my hair is good is because my girlfriend's fault. She's here. Try this. I want to see what it does to your hair. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And it works. 
she's just I'm her guinea pig. I just try whatever she hasn't used yet. So <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, wait, I saw another fan question in the chat. Uh, Wilbert's first. He said, "Where's the beard?" And then he said, "Tell them how much you spend on your hair." It's not a lot, actually. I don't spend a lot on my hair. Um, like I, I literally, the, I don't put that much effort into it. I, I, I think the less amount of effort I put into my hair, the better. Um, as for the beard, I just, it's hot out, man. Like, <laughs> I, I didn't shave it all the way. I just trimmed it shorter. But I don't even know. Like, I don't even know how much my shampoo and conditioner costs. It's like the good stuff, though. But it's also still from Target, so I don't know. Uh, like, it's not a lot. Like, I'm not spending any painful. Amount. I spend more on wrestling gear than anything else. That's because I burn through it. So. Okay. Okay. Uh, fan tweet from Joe Bond. He said, if the Superman punch has already been taken as a move, will Austin invent a Batman kick? So I used to, <laughs> uh, when I would do, I guess, backyarding, I had the Spider-Man kick where I, did, I just did a wall kick. I'd run off the wall in the basement and I'd kick my brother in the head. And it wasn't anything crazy, but I mimicked the Superman punch and I called it the Spider-Man kick. But I'm not a, I'm not a DC fan. I'm a Marvel fan. I love Batman though. I could I could try, but it it won't be as cool as the Spider Man kick. That's the problem. So <laughs> you know. Uh we Batman. have <laughs> we have another fan tweet from Anthrax. He goes, oh. My question for Austin is how much wood could a woodchuck chuck if a wood could chuck <laughs> He's, uh he must be very bored with that uh leg of his. <laughs> I'll, I'll let that one slide. Ooh, I, uh, <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, what are some things you like to do when you're not wrestling? Hmm. That's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, be like hanging out with my girlfriend and the cat and just being at home. I'm not, I'm not a very uh, social person. And it's not like a, I don't, I say it all the time, I don't like people. But it's not that I don't like people. It's I, I don't. Uh, I'm, I'm very introverted, and like I said, I, I like staying home. I don't like going out and going places. Uh, more often than not, it's watching Netflix and Hulu and just hanging out at home. Uh, I'm not like I said. I don't like going places. Mm-hmm. I don't like. Uh, I don't drink. I ain't going to no bars. I don't. Uh, don't go to parties. I don't like it. I just don't enjoy going out and being around crowds of people. Even before we had a whole pandemic. The only thing I really enjoyed doing was going to wrestling. And, and when I'm not wrestling, I like watching it. And then, <laughs> and then yeah, I guess like reading comic books and, and Marvel movies, like I'll probably go back and binge watch those every couple months. So just that kind of stuff. <laughs> Marcus Matters is in the chat. He goes, he is not better looking. And he said, yeah, I got to drag him out of the house. He does. He really does. It's the most annoying thing because – He's like, I don't know. I want to. I don't want to talk about it, but I will talk about it because I'm already. Uh, he's like, hey, uh, you know, you want to go on a double date? And we're like, ah, yeah, I probably should, you know, because, you know, how many chances are you going to get to do this? And then, like I said, he's far, so we got to meet halfway. So it's a 45 minute drive for both of us just to meet halfway somewhere, so we can all have dinner and hang out. And he, he literally has to, like, 
tell me like he just has to force me pretty much to to leave and go places and do things because i i hate it but when when he's around and i'm hanging out with my best friend it's not that bad i love when you guys did like the video and you were down at the beach and you were going yeah. around had to drag me to the beach yeah that was fun that day See? i live pretty close to wildwood so mm. i'm there all the time mm. <laughs> hey hey you gotta i always like to say make Make moments, man, because you just, you never know. So don't be a stickler when he calls. Go out. See? Go out. So uh, let's see what else we got here. Uh, so what are some dream promotions that you would love to work for? Hmm. One that I don't think a lot of people give its due anymore is Ring of Honor. Mm -hmm. uh, I would love to wrestle for Ring of Honor because that is like, I, I love pure rules. I love just uh technical wrestling and that's kind of the only place where it's emphasized and i love the honor behind it the you know shaking hands before the match the code of honor you know love that kind of stuff because it, it uh makes wrestling just makes it feel more like respected when they're doing stuff like that and the wrestlers respect the wrestling that they're doing and i just i would love to wrestle for ring of honor other than that uh all Japan and New Japan and like uh, Big Japan Pro Wrestling, BZW, places like that. Um, not a lot in like not a lot that I can think of dream promotions in in the states. So probably like Ring of Honor. One that oh, well, I would love to wrestle for Ring of Honor. Yeah, that, I feel um, like it's definitely like a good fit. Um, you know, I think, I like, it's got, like, it's coming, like, back up again, I feel like. You got some great people over there. You got Deppin yeah. over there, like. He's one of the best wrestlers in the world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what, like, now that I'm thinking about it, like, I wouldn't mind seeing you with Yuta. Yuta's, like, one of my favorite indie wrestlers going around, like, technical, he, like. He, yeah. He, during yeah. that match. He's crazy. Yeah. Him and his bridge. Can we, like, talk about, like, his bridge? It's beautiful. Um. <laughs> is notoriously bad but that's because i did amateur wrestling and i bridged a lot and i messed up my neck really bad doing this mm -hmm. so trying to now i i can't it just it hurts and i'm trying to fix it i'm trying to fix my neck so that it doesn't hurt anymore so i just i want to be careful mm -hmm. because i don't want to break it <laughs> yeah, yeah please don't do that we would be very sad don't do that listen i i've seen enough of you guys get hurt like no no more injuries okay like no more yeah <laughs> marcus says tell him jimbo is coming that's fine. Yes. <laughs> I have to text back this whole time, but that's fine. Jimbo can come. I'm not upset about it. <laughs> uh, so I have two final questions for you. If you guys have any other questions, drop them in the chat. So uh, my next question is, do you have any pre-match rituals? So it's funny you ask that because I was watching uh, Nolan did an interview with Jonesy mm -hmm. and he said how he just kind of like sits in front of the curtain in a chair and then he just kind of gets up and walks out. I was thinking when I watched this, I'm like, what do I do? And <laughs> I don't have one. I really don't do anything. I think I just, uh, I just listen to my music, my theme song. I just kind of listen to it. I, uh, when I hear people clap with it, that's when I like, I get in the, in the zone, in the mode for wrestling mm -hmm. and like, yeah, I just, I've, I'm probably never more comfortable than when I'm in a ring and when I'm wrestling mm -hmm. and like in front of 
crowd. I'm never more comfortable than when I'm doing that. So I don't really need too much of a ritual, like <laughs> or like a like a process, and nothing to get my head straight. Because I know as soon as I get out there, everything's gonna be okay. As soon as I get in the ring, I'm gonna be right where I want to be. So it's everything outside of it that I don't want to deal with in the real world that I need to have a ritual to prepare myself for. But okay. I got nothing for matches. <laughs> okay, that's okay. Oh, I see some questions in the chat. Good cop, bad cop said, after Austin Luke, who is the second best wrestler with two first names? I do have two first names, but that's funny uh, because uh, – Austin Luke's my first and middle name. It's my real name. It's I just don't have my last name in there. Yeah. That's it. My name's Austin Luke. Other, I don't know who has two first names. There's, hmm, I would say Nolan Edward. But yeah. It's, I mean that's the thing. It's not two first names if Luke is my last name. Yeah. It's, last name. Yeah. It doesn't really matter. Shh. But, you're not supposed to tell that. Shh. 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 <laughs> Mark Leslie says, what was the best Marvel Netflix series? Oh, man. Um, hmm. It's a tie between Daredevil and Punisher. Those are probably... Well, they also uh, cross over a lot. Um, I would say Daredevil. I think that one's probably the best one. And a close second for me, uh, other than like Daredevil and Punisher are tied at one, and the second is Luke Cage. I really, really like the Luke Cage show. That one's very good. Uh, Iron Fist and Jessica Jones, I don't like very much. I don't like either of those shows. So. Okay. Uh, Wilbur <laughs> says, is your brother Wyatt going to wrestle also in H2O? He said he would like to face you in the ring. <sighs> My little brother. I say little brother. Uh, <laughs> he's huge. He's very tall. Um, <laughs> so everyone wants... I'll, I'll, my little brother's name is Wyatt. Uh, he has mentioned wanting to train to be a wrestler but he's also got some health issues at the moment uh i don't want to i'm not going to put all of his business on blast but he needs to get a spinal surgery soon so he's only 15 and the kid's got to get a very serious uh spinal surgery uh so if anyone wants to wish Wyatt good luck yeah. and say that i love him because he's my little brother and i love him to death and i would love to beat him up in a wrestling ring one day Aww. but i or he can live his real life comfortably before I have him come into wrestling because I don't want him to get it hurt worse or yeah. to re-hurt it or I, I need him to be healthy in the real world before he can be healthy in this wrestling thing, you know? Absolutely, absolutely. Definitely best of luck. Um, so I have one final question and then we can go into uh, what's coming up and all your socials and all that stuff, but... Uh, well, I always like to ask this question because I do have fans that maybe are thinking about becoming a wrestler or, you know, they're starting out. But I always like to ask to inspiring and amateur wrestlers out there, what's a piece of advice that you, you would give? Honestly, just do it. <laughs> like, uh, what's the worst that could happen? When you're, like, you'll, you'll probably get hurt. It's going to hurt. Like, that's not a, it's not an if or when you're going to get injured. You're going to. Wrestling is like... If you actually care about it and you actually love wrestling and you want to be a wrestler, just do it, you know, because there's wrestling. Like I said, there's people from all walks of life that do this. There's no reason that if you are physically capable that you can't be successful at it because you just got to find a good school. You know, you can't go to someone that has no clue what they're doing because then you're not going to get much better than they are. So you have to like 
just if you want to wrestle, you just have to do it with your heart. You can't just do it. You know, it's not something you can go through the motions with. Because uh, when you do start to go through the motions, that's when you get hurt. That's when other people get hurt. That's when you don't care about it as much. And when you're not caring about it and you're not loving it, you're not doing very good. Your matches aren't going to be very good. And no one's going to want to see you. No one's going to want to pay for your merch or to see, or pay a ticket to see you wrestle if they don't think you care as much as they do. So don't wrestle if you don't love it. And if you love wrestling, then wrestle. Give it a shot. Why not? You know? I think that's great advice. Definitely. Oh. I- no, I think it is because I've seen those that I feel like uh, some of the wrestlers that aren't see- – and it shows, and you're right, 100%. It definitely shows because I can tell that, and, and you're right. And then it's not going to – if you're not believing in it, then how do you expect me to believe in it? It's not just that, but, but they're also taking up a spot. If they don't care and you don't want to be there, then don't because there's so many people that care twice as much if, and more than that that really want to be there, you know? So if you don't care about it, don't do it. Yeah. There's no one forcing you. No one has a gun to your head saying, hey, you have to do this. You know, if there's somebody else, like there's definitely going to be someone else out there that will take your spot in a heartbeat. Yeah. So, it drives me nuts. Definitely. So, <laughs> great advice. Great questions, guys. Thank you for all your questions in there. I see all the hearts and all that stuff. Um, so let's talk about, we got we got a lot coming up, man. You are busy. Yeah. <laughs> a busy summer so far in my <laughs> I've wrestled for two years now, and this is my third summer wrestling, so this is going to be a very my busiest one. This is busy. So this weekend, this Saturday, we got a double header. Uh, we have for Anthrax, and Anthrax is coming on Friday, so you guys tune in, ask some questions for him. We're going to break down the card definitely this Friday, so come chat with us Friday. Uh, but yeah, you were the first match announced. I knew, yeah. I knew it. I was like, wait a minute, why can't I find the actual? It was like the first one, and I'm like, oh, der. <laughs> but you and Declan Grant, and I'm really excited for this because uh, obviously, you know, like I think you're great. I think Declan Grant, uh, Declan Grant is great too. So uh, I'm gonna come for you too. Uh, he loved my cookies. I mean, I was feeding all the kids cookies and all. <laughs> I forgot about that because I had like two. And then uh, they were gone. And I'm like, dude, what happened? I, was, <laughs> I remember this now. Man. I know I have to make more, Probably, but. It's his fault. Now we have heat. Now we're going to kill each there other. There you go. He that. actually said to me he had to stop himself from eating the ball because he <laughs> said that they were that good. And I purposely <laughs> split them between the Saturday and Sunday show. Like, I could have came in with the two trays, but I knew some people weren't working the Sunday show or they weren't working the Saturday it show. Was- so I wanted to make sure, especially like Billy, because I promised Billy some cookies. So I was like, she was there Sunday. And I was like, okay, I got to make sure I get my girl Billy some cookies. So, um, but I promise, I mean, right now I can't because I have no gas in my apartment. So when my gas is back up, I promise I will bring you guys some cookies uh, again. Because even Matt told me, he's like, oh, the kids loved it. I was like, oh, good. Like, but. So that's going on. So you have that match this Saturday. So there's still tickets, guys. If you want to go, definitely like check it out. Uh, we have also Fan Appreciation Night. Uh, yeah, I don't think I'm. I'm just gonna be there. So just hang out with me and watch some good wrestling come, if you want. Come hang. Come no. sit with me. I'll be causing havoc, fighting with people. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll be fighting with uh, uh, our good friend uh, Papa Giorgio over there. Like. <laughs> unintentionally yeah no it's, it's 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 all good love uh so we also have death anniversary next weekend again like i said i'm stoked yeah. i think this is 
scramble of the year, guys. 100%. Uh, yeah. yeah, and then you have uh, NFW coming up, too. So I'll be backstage for that as well. So you're not getting rid of me. Oh, look who walked into the chat. Hi, Cody. I see you. I'll see you. Uh, yeah, so you have that match with TJ Epics. So, yeah, you have a, a busy summer. Yeah, it's, it's a lot. And even, like, I'm... If I'm not actually wrestling on the show, whatever H2O is doing, I'm going to be there. And then in July, H2O is going to the Showbo, which yeah. is going to be awesome. I'll be there, too. Because, see, that's going to be awesome. <laughs> Being with H2O and, you know, we've never really, H2O never really leaves the building, you know. Yes. And because Matt doesn't really leave the building. So <laughs> when H2O gets to travel and venture out there, it's going to be, it's going to be very big. It's going to be awesome. And getting to be a part of it is just even cooler now now i heard the ac show it's not going to stream it it will not be streaming no so if you guys like can get to the show get to the show you guys know like this is my home so uh i can't push this enough dvd gets like shipped to your house but that takes forever you know yeah so it will go you said it's gonna go on dvd that that's how it's gonna yeah something like or, or it will eventually get put up for streaming who knows but it's it's not something that will get lost people will very very easily get to see it i'm sure yeah no this is going it's going to be a great summer i'm really stoked uh for all the matches coming up again like i really enjoy you guys you guys are great there's a little bit of everything that's why i like the high flying the technical you have your death ma- you have a little bit of everything at, at h2o and that's what i love very very much because it gives you that variety uh so i feel like you can't get bored because you got a little bit of everything so and the crowd is pumped and crazy and it's just it's just a great environment to be in so if you guys can take part of being there definitely be there if you can't support an iwtv or buy dvds it's definitely worth it so but uh tell everybody where they can find you and merch and all that fun stuff all my social media is uh, Austin Luke W. Uh, that's everything: Twitter, Instagram, um, and that's. I think that's it, right? Just Twitter and Instagram. I'm not supposed to have anything else, am I? The Facebook too. <laughs> oh, that's just Austin Luke. Yeah. There's no W. Yeah. Just that. Uh, Other than, uh, merch um, only at shows for right now. Uh, you can go on JonesyCollects.com and get my Jonesy collaboration shirt. That's up there on his website. And while you're there, check out some of Jonesy's stuff. He's a very good person that doesn't get uh, enough credit, I feel like, because he's a very good dude. And he's uh, helped out a lot of people in wrestling and a lot of my friends and me as well. So, yeah, those are where you can get merch. And just come to H2O shows and Undiscovered, please, because there's some bangers that happen on these Undiscovered shows. And not enough people get to see him. I know. I wish I could come and see like some of these. It's just that like it like you, it's like a ride, right? Like so, it's a ride for me. So if I'm coming on the weekends to H2O, uh, and then going back to New York to come back to Jersey, it, it's it's a lot. It's a- but I promise I will get to one of these undiscovered shows uh, in the summer. Uh, I definitely promise because I'm kind of sad that I do miss out on some of these student shows. They'll all get uh, put out there eventually. Yeah. But, like there's debuts. There's people that are still just starting. Like, I just wrestled someone in their first match at the last Undiscovered. His name is Cecilio Vega, and he did amazing. So check him out, too. 
So awesome, awesome! I love it. So like, I wish you luck for all the matches that are up and coming uh, within the next couple of weeks. Uh, I'll definitely be there backstage, so you guys will see more videos posted on the network under my Indie Talk series where I interview. You never know who I'm going to interview. Jeff Cannonball crashed one of my interviews. That was fun, uh, and I asked them where his soda was. You know. <laughs> A specific locker for um, the fridge, the mini fridge. I remember saying on his IWTV episode. <laughs> yeah, no, it was great, and I love the fact that uh, even like you guys, I got to fill that with you guys, like testing, uh, you know, doing the drinks uh, of Jeff Cannonball's soda, which is great. So we love Jeff Cannonball. Please check out that soda; it's delicious. It's good, definitely. Def it's worth it. So if you guys can't. If you're not going to see Jeff Cannonball in person, definitely order it online because I saw he posted that he sent out to a bunch of states. So if you can, definitely go and order. It's really, really good. So, I mean, I did one with my best friend Brad. Uh, the kids did a review that I recorded for them. So you, you never know. You never know what you're going to see. So, um, but Austin, thank you again for coming on to the podcast, chatting with us, kick ass <laughs> this weekend. I'll see you, uh, you know. Try to go out with Marcus more. Don't be, don't be petty. <laughs> I gotta check the text that he's probably been sending me, and I got. So. And by the way, Josh is in the chat. He said Austin is my favorite wrestler. So just, just so you know, I love it. <laughs> I love all you guys. You guys are definitely family. So, but guys. Sure. Thank you so much for joining us today on Nuns Rope Series. Make sure you stay safe and support independent wrestling. And we will talk to you guys soon. Have a good night. Enough is enough.